welcome to PokeSports, a competitive Pokemon podcast. I'm Mike, and although I stayed at home, I play with two Pokemon in the field sometimes. I'm Kevin. I've been awake since 4 a.m. Hello! Wow. Tired Why man. have you been awake since 4 a.m., Kevin? I was on the plane, coming back to the beautiful land of Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I've always wanted to be in the most dense densely populated state in the united states is that true everyone stand next to me very close yes that that is, we are actually the densest populated state wow because whenever i go to jersey i always think wow how, look at how spacious it is you, you thought nork was spacious there was like I've, literally four families above us in the airbnb <laughs> oh yeah you know what <laughs> you know what we were not alone yeah no, you're right. <laughs> wow, that's so you remember true. All oh that parking, gosh. walking down the street and not finding any. <laughs> there were like three places we went to in Jersey that had all the space. And then maybe you take a 30 minute drive to, oh, a yeah. little closer to New York. We have suburbs in Jersey. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like your suburbs are really big. Yeah. But your your city is we're all on top of each really other. packed yeah yeah i mean in jersey when it comes to cities mm-hmm. it's actually most of the population can probably stem out of like maybe five cities so it's like that's uh, congratulations welcome to your geography lesson everybody so that, that'd be like jersey city elizabeth nork um camden trenton those are wow. like the main cities everything else is just trees and bears <laughs> bears populate most of jersey that's where the dense density comes from right it's the bears right the second most uh bipedal sometimes uh species in jersey is also, a bear also we have the most black bears in the country interesting good, good job jersey we did it we're number black one in two things we were also the number one state that can't pump their own gas the one out of that one. part was really weird. What seeing me hand a card to someone be like, yeah. fill it up regular. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially because like I had to fill up my car on gas, like going to the airport probably that day. Mm-hmm. Seeing you sit in your car and watch somebody else pump gas. I, I don't trust it. I it it's, trust even, it. it's even funny because I think when we were going to Hartford as well, and we stopped at a gas station. Everyone's like, are you sure you know how to do this, Kevin? You need help? I'm like, guys, hold up. I don't know how to, I, I know how to do it. I just don't have to. <laughs> right. Right. Does that, do you charge extra? Do you have to tip? No. Uh, some no. people do, but some most people, people do. don't. Okay. Yeah. Do you think like gas station attendants, they just wait for the day that like, a, a really expensive car pulls up and like Drake or like Mr. Beast or like, I don't know, Barack Obama comes walking out of the car. Mm. They're like, fill her up. They can fill her up. They don't Tip even say $3,000. They already know they want platinum. <laughs> yeah. Um, some people like will clean your windows for you too. Whoa. Oh, that's where you tip them. If they, if they, you know, they clean a window, you give them like a dollar. Do you ask them to? You you can. Oh. There is an option. They all have squeegees on the side. Wow. I've learned something new. Welcome to Jersey. Welcome to Jersey. I guess you can do that in Canadian gas stations, too. You can ask somebody to pump your gas. It's just sometimes they won't do it. Do you, do you have attendance there? No. Oh, okay. 
You, you got people sitting inside like a little gas station house. Do your gas stations close? No. See, ours do because we oh. have attendance. <gasps> Not all of them. Some of them stay open 24 But how hours. do you drive around at 4 a.m.? There's just a person that sits there at 4 a.m. Wow. That's, that sounds a little dangerous. Ain't my life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about things that are your life. We've got lots of Pokemon that's gone on over the past week. Uh, the biggest of all being Regulation D. And I felt like I thought when you said this, that, uh, that we've already talked about regulation D. I was like, we've, we've definitely, no, talked we've about just it. predicted it, right? <laughs> we just predicted it almost spot on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm happy that we did that. It was a, it was a good, it was a good prediction. It was kind of an obvious next step, but I'm glad sure. they didn't, they didn't like go completely off course and do something crazy. There were a couple things that weren't, super obvious and we'll go mm. over everything that that's going on anyways uh regulation d is starting july 1st goes until september 30th of Ooh. this year so this will be our world's Ooh, that's format it's that's a very long one isn't july it? what's after july august yeah. and then september three, mo- another three months another three months okay it feels long though right well, that's because they're usually two months three months is actually uncommon mm. oh that's true you know why though if they no, that's not true either. I was going to say, if they didn't, then they wouldn't have been uh, for Worlds. But Worlds goes through the middle of August. Yeah, but I mean, there could be regionals immediately following Worlds for the next season. That happens often. That's fair. That's fair. So this kind of like takes it to the end of the immediate season? Yeah, pretty much. Sure. Uh, so yeah, this this goes on for three months. Uh, the doubles rule set. You can use any of the national Pokemon from the Pokedex, but you can also bring in a handful of Pokemon that are coming in through Pokemon Home. Spicy. A lot less Pokemon than we originally thought Mm -hmm. uh, were coming from home because of the DLC. Yeah, Uh, DLC is going to introduce a lot more Pokemon, reintroduce a lot more Pokemon. They paywalled a lot of our friends, folks. (laughs) It's all good. We get it. But what they didn't paywall are legendaries mythics uh starters most starters some starters some starters a handful of starters yeah a handful of legends handful of starters and regional variants mm-hmm. right. every regional variant we can every. at least say yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> we can at least use those so you've got alolan you've got galarian you've got hisuian is that it paldean well paldean, that was already in the course game. <laughs> <laughs> those already were there and yeah. it's only one of them or two of them. You can bring in a Paldean Whooper. <laughs> Congratulations, Pooper. You're competitive now. Yay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a, a large handful of, of uh, starters, all of the regional variants. And of course, the Hisuian uh, Mons are a big uh, point of topic here. The ones that I was surprised by is I, I totally understand them not allowing Mythics because they never did. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for like super late in the season. I wasn't surprised about restricteds because it's not time yet. Restricteds will have a time and a place. But I was surprised by them not allowing Walking Wake or Iron Leaves. <laughs> I was going to say the exact same thing. Like, w- why not? Those, why? Are, those are neither <laughs> restricted or mythic. And you just released them. 
<laughs> at what, at, like, at what point do you add them though? Are you considering them mythic now? Are we considering Walking Wake and Iron Lee's mythic Pokemon? I, I have a theory. Okay. And this theory, with the way this game has been going, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think they are not allowing them into the game because of their exclusivity. You can't technically get them right now. Sure. And at some point you weren't able to get them before because they turned into a bad egg. So I think it's their exclusivity is making them mythic in Pokemon's eyes. Unless unless in the DLC you just got walking wakes everywhere. And then, okay, now it's inclusive. Now we can use it. But Oh, yeah. that's a good point. They right- might have to uh, put walking wakes and, and iron leaves just kind of moseying around. Yeah, if that's going to be competitive. Because, like, think about it this way. Like, mm-hmm. if I wanted to build a walking wake team right now, but, hey, I missed the first two um, releases, mm-hmm. I can't. And someone that didn't miss it is now allowed to use Hydro Steam yeah. on their Sun team, and I can't. Yeah, anybody who started playing the game last week and can't. beat the game yeah. today cannot get Walking Wake and Iron Leaves. And that is the only... Yeah, those are the only two Pokemon, I believe, that 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 is uh, that's the case for. And I guess you can make a case to say, oh, but Charizard was exclusive for that one weekend. Oh, but blah, blah, blah was exclusive for the one weekend. You can make eggs, though. You can make eggs. Yes. But also now you can bring them in from home. Yes. And bring them in from home means you can go and play 20 seconds of Pokemon Red and somehow get them uh, (laughs) in there eventually. You can open go. Yeah. And choose a Charmander. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, that could be it. If they introduce Walking Wake Iron Leaves in Pokemon Go. Okay. Then fair. now we have a through line to uh to Scarlet Violet. That's not bad. They're no way they're nowhere close to Paldean Go though, but yeah, I get you. Uh, I mean they brought in Gimmigool. That's true. They they don't they, have to go in order. They don't care to go in order. They just uh they just go however they go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They they do it for the money money so yeah that's uh that's our theory that we just concocted right now it's live. no you know what it's good to bounce those ideas off each other it's uh real good the the pokemon that aren't coming in though uh we've got lots of the legendaries and restricted so things like mewtwo things like mew uh pokemon where you know they they're are in the, home, just to clarify, they're in home, but they're not in Reg. They are in well. home, exactly, yeah. yes. You can bring them in. Yeah. You can go onto the water with your Groudon. It will surf along the water on a little floating raft. It's very funny to it see. It makes an island. <laughs> you can use an Eternatus to hyper beam a, an Azuril and have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> I, have I done it? Maybe. If you really want. Maybe one time. But just not in Reg D. But just not in Reg D. Uh, but the Pokemon that are coming back, we've got things like Hisuian Arcanine or Galarian Slowbro and Alolan Muck. We've talked about all of these Pokemon yeah, in yeah. the previous episode. So if you want our thoughts on what'll be good, what'll be interesting, uh, you can hear our, our pre-discussion last week. But since then, there has been a lot of development on Showdown with people already experimenting. Kevin, have you seen people experimenting with reg d i honestly have not been paying too much attention to reg d simply because i was in wisconsin playing reg c when it was Mm -hmm. announced um i've taken a look at it 
uh, from what I can tell, it's like a lot of Urshifus. Like Urshifu is Urshifu. Yeah, Urshifu is scary. Reggie Alecki was banned from OU in hours. Within hours. <laughs> Fun fact, they nerfed Reggie Alecki a little bit. In what way? Transistor is no longer a 1.5 times boost. They lowered it to a 1.3. Oh, so it's a life orb now instead of a choice. Yeah, instead of a free choice specs. Wow. Yeah. Which okay. is a big nerf. Like that is like when you're it's doing hefty. as much damage as Alecki is, 0.2% mm-hmm. or 0.2 multiplier is a big number, right? Definitely. Yes. Point yes. two of a billion is a couple million. <laughs> you tried. I, yeah. They know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a number guy. <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of people experimenting with Ursa Luna. I've been seeing oh, yeah, a lot everyone of, loves that thing. Oh, for sure. I've been seeing a lot of uh, clickbaity thumbnails being like, Ursa Luna is broken. What th- this thing can't be stopped. A lot of the genies. Oh, I think something we didn't we didn't mention last week because we didn't know. Mm-hmm. All of the genie moves get a hundred percent accuracy in rain. Like the new exclusive moves, the storm moves. Oh yeah. Yeah. Except for spring tide storm, which is the an amorous one, which is uh, a weird decision of all. Yeah. I do like that. They're giving, so this is in rain. That yeah. It's... Only rain. Mm. So like, uh, I don't know what they're called, but they're, they're typically a hyper beam version of flying type of electric type and of ground type. And I guess also, of fairy type interesting i think that's really smart to give a lot more incentive to rain because right now there's a like there's growing incentive for sun mm-hmm. uh, and we we're going to need something to combat that otherwise groudon is just going to run wild otherwise sunsetters are just going to run wild mm-hmm. uh i'm looking at like sand seer storm okay I'm about to blow your mind a little bit more. Oh, my mind. Like, um, I'm just trying to confirm that this is the way that it works before I say it on a podcast. Uh-huh. Oh, yep. I'm about to blow your mind, Mike. So <laughs> these storm moves, we weren't able to know this in uh, in uh, Hisui because okay. it was just a uh, 1v1 kind of game. There were no doubles battles. These storm moves act the same way Origin Pulse and Precipice Blades do. They hit both sides of the enemy side of the field and not your side. Oh. Yeah, they're spread. Oh, no. base 100 spread move, 80% accuracy, but 100% accuracy in the rain. Um, They also all have secondary effects. I'm going to remind you about something else. Uh Uh-huh. Which genie gets sheer force? That would be Lando. Sheer Force Life Orb Lando in rain. Ah. That gets Sheer Force Life Orb boosted. Ah! And you could also Terra Ground it! No! <laughs> that's going to be a Oh, fun that's going to be so powerful. Okay, wow. I, uh, yeah, I, Mike, Mike's holding his head right now. <laughs> I, had to, I had to double check Sans Seer Storm. Because uh, I was like, no, no way. No way it bypasses accuracy and rain for Sand Seer Storm. Yes. Yes, it weird. does. <laughs> Very weird that now you can play Landorus in a rain team using Sand Seer Storm, bypassing accuracy, unless the target is in a semi-invulnerable turn, like dig, fly, phantom forest, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, 
Phantom Force is the one of those three that would happen sometimes. <laughs> but uh, and that can be affected by uh, sheer force. Wow. Yeah, these are wild. That's a little much. This also gives a reason to use uh, Varian. Yeah, to use an incarnate lander is short. But I was also going to say Ethereum, um Thunderous, the special attacker. Oh, it yeah. now gets a really good electric move, and it's really fast. It hits really hard, and I think it has like very high special attack stat, if I remember correctly. I've- yeah, Thunderous uh, has one forty five special attack. Yikes! Yeah, and one hundred one speed. That's not bad. You you under speed a Charizard, uh, not Charizard, uh, a Garchomp, but you outspeed a Charizard. You're yeah, in that speed tier. Defenses are pretty trash. We don't worry about those. We, we don't worry about we, those. We put yeah. a sash on it. We think about it later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've got wind. Yeah, right. We've got wind bolt storm. What, uh, what does that one do? Oh, it could also leave them with paralysis. What? So you have wind, wind bolt storm, which can paralyze. Yeah, they all do Pokemon. something. Yeah. T- I think mm. it's a 10% chance. It doesn't say. What does Sans uh, uh, can do? leave them with a burn? Oh, okay. Oh, Sans here, hot sand. Got it. Yep. Yep. And I'm Scorching guessing wind does something that else. Bleak wind storm. Uh, this may also lower the speed stats. That makes sense. Pokemon. And yep. I think the the spring tide storm confuses. So they all do something. I will say, I think bleak wind storm at first glance seems like the weakest of them. You think speed control is weak, Tom? It's a 30% chance. Oh, okay, yeah. fair. Like when it comes to status, a 30% chance to to get a status move get a is really strong. Status is a lot better than a, a stat yeah. drop that you can switch out of. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Now, if that uh, bypassed chance in the rain, that would be oh, amazing. Yeah. 100% accuracy uh, para- paralyzed. That's that's what we need in the meta. Yeah, it's a <laughs> what's the <laughs> what's the attack that, that lowers speed on both Pokemon? Icy I'm, Wind? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the one. Perfect. Just makes it an Icy Wind. A 100 <laughs> power Icy Wind. <laughs> yes, a strong Icy Wind. The iciest wind. The ice, the super cold wind. What's uh what's Thunderous's or Tornadus's uh special attack like? 110, 125 incarnate, 111 base speed. Oh. Oh, it's fast, thing, yeah. This thing does damage. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna take over rain metas. Mm. Tor- Tornadus plus Kyogre just got like a Tornogre just evolved that, tremendously. Oh, yeah, Tornogre evolved. Wow. We can't use Ogre right now, but Tornogre is gonna evolve <laughs> it's i guess the the torniper is what we're gonna be using for a little bit because sadly we don't have another rain setter in this uh in reg d we still only have to use pelipper when are we getting pokemon scarlet and violet dlc it's, it's fall 2023 and then winter 2023 so probably after september probably in october yeah. So that's probably Reg E is going to be I the DLC one. I wonder what Reg E is going to be, though. Because if they don't... One. Well, yeah, but yeah. if they release it during October, there's going to be this weird like couple of days where they can't do it. You know? Uh, like from October 1st yeah. until, say, October 20th or whatever. Assuming or, that's when it comes out. I guess they could just have Reg D. They're probably also going to release some sneak sneak peeks in there. I don't know. I guess we'll see. 
what they decide to do. Unless, you know, maybe it'll be ready. It won't be ready. Never. No, no, <laughs> it no, no, won't no, be no, ready. No. Maybe a ban list after I Worlds. I can't see them. Yeah, like I can't see them doing. Oh, a ban list might be interesting. Yeah, the post-world ban list. It's what they did with the Players' Cup 1. They had Players' oh. Cup 1, then they introduced the ban list. That would be actually really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, putting in a Scarlet Violet ban list. We, <laughs> that would be Flutter no Main. Ursaluna, no Fluttermane, uh, no Urshifu, based on what we're talking about here. Yeah. What would the meta be like if, if Fluttermane didn't exist? Golden Go. Let's get to a flashback. <laughs> Let's get to a flashback. That's Flash the sound P? of a flashback. It's going to be Golden Go Murkrow. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere so yeah that's uh reg d i mean i'm excited to use a couple of these pokemon i'm excited to use heat ran a lot i don't know why i just feel like heat ran is gonna gonna perform a lot better than people anticipate it to i don't know if it's gonna be like top tier but i just think it it improved so much i think rillaboom is gonna be absolutely hideous why is that in a good way grass terra i mean we can calc this you're the calc guy Mm. grass terra wood hammer on grassy terrain with like a choice band is hilarious amount of multipliers that's true <laughs> so that's so times two times 1.3 times right. yeah you go for i'll it. do this for you right now make it hit we, a who should it hit? make it hit sobble want to see how much <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do it we'll do a joke one and then we'll do like an actual what's that Good solo water type. So in grassy terrain, Rillaboom going for a wood hammer. Uh, nature adamant, of course. Ability is grassy terrain, but it doesn't really grassy surge doesn't really matter. Yeah, it does. Uh, 1.3 times boost. Uh, having the grassy surge ability doesn't matter. Uh, having the grassy oh, yeah, terrain on the up, field yeah. does. Yeah. I guess you can calc it against the plus two Dondozo, see what happens. Mm, very good. Very good, very good. All right, so plus two defense Don Dozo. There we go. We have a jolly right now, but let's make it bold because why not? Um, that should be about the build. Yep, two fifty two defense. Why not? Did you give a choice band? I did give the Rillaboom choice band. Yes, we're just looking at Woodhammer with two fifty two attack with grassy terrain and choice band adamant. Yep. Let's see. So even that, did you it doesn't. It? I didn't. I mm. didn't terrestrialize <laughs> it. There you go. Okay, two fifty-two plus attack choice band grass terra type Rillaboom uh, wood hammer versus a. I guess I have a plus four HP, a plus two defense, four HP, two fifty-two defense. Uh, Dondozo, bold in grassy terrain. Uh, that does 83.1 to 99.1% damage. So that almost, almost. KOs. You got a, a almost <laughs> Okos. You got a wood hammer it and then you got to tickle it. And then it's mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. But uh, no Don Dozos goes max HP, max defense. Is that, did you say max HP, max defense? Nah, it's like four HP, max defense. But uh, no one does you're, max you're defense right. anyway. Nobody, yes. nobody does yeah. that. Yeah. So most Don Dozos you will KO. And on the planet. In Calipins, trailers, Grass Terra Dondozo could never. That's 252 attack. That Yeah, that's a guaranteed Oko on Aaron Trailers. <laughs> Dondozo. <laughs> yeah, take that, Aaron Trailer. <laughs> Destroyed. 
So yeah, that's going to do a lot of damage. I think that's going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we already talked about Reggie Lucky got nerfed, but it's still pretty good. But what's funny about Reggie Lucky is that Transistor got nerfed, but Dragon's Maw didn't on Reggie Drago. So they kept Reggie Drago at 1.5, but not. They knew what was happening. They knew. They had a feeling. I, I yeah. get it. Yeah. They, I think they good. Yeah. I think uh Enamorous. Okay. Specifically Therian is really cool. That's really gonna be really good in Trick Room. And this one's kind of a pocket pick. I, I have a theory that not theory, like a I have an inkling of a belief that Basque Legion is gonna be strong in rain. You get adaptability, water terra, choice banded. Mm. aqua jets in the rain <laughs> right we're yeah. just looking at a lot of from a raw numbers perspective yeah. yeah they're they're really really good if you really want to go hard you also have access to wave crash so mm-hmm. you can hurt a lot i don't know uh, enamorous is an interesting one to me because i feel like we're already specking so hard uh into steel moves mm. that it's coming in against teams that are already built to take it down. Uh, flying is a scary type to have as well. The secondary typing. The The reason why I think enamorous is going to be good. is like beyond the stats. Sure. Um, the flying typing actually helps it a lot against Ting Lu. Oh, of course. And yeah. then being able to hit it with fairy moves back helps a lot against Ting Lu as well. And the other cool thing about this mod is that although it doesn't, outspeed Amoongus in Trick Room, mm-hmm. it gets overcoat. So powder moves don't work against it. So that means mm-hmm. no spore, no rage powder, nothing. So you can ignore rage powders, hit the Amoongus with like a flying type move. Does it even get any flying types move? It might. Eh, it's a flying type Pokemon. Sure. It gets flying type Terra Blast if you really want to go that. <laughs> go there, there. you go. We'll find out. <laughs> I'm looking. I don't think it does. You might have to do flying type Terra Blast. Wow, really? Does it? Oh my gosh, it doesn't really, does it? Not that I see, no. I'm just scrolling. Uh, I see fly. <laughs> there you go. That's fly, the tailwind. Fly and tailwind are the two flying moves that Enamorous gets, period. That's a little sad, but it does get other coverage moves, so I guess it's okay. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Yeah, there are things you can do. Uh, the thing I find interesting about Enamorous is it fits a certain type of of demographic that I think um, Iron Hands fits quite well right now, which is a Pokemon that looks like it can handle itself well in Trick Room, but you don't actually need to be in Trick Room to use it. You see a ton of teams right now with uh, Iron Hands on it with zero intention of having any kind of of mod to set up a Trick Room on that team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Enamorous has so much defense uh, so much special defense that it can probably live a hit and then hit back. And that is powerful. That's powerful. It, it, it's a little different than iron hands and that, in, you know, iron hands had the fake out to really, uh, you know, threaten the other team. And Amherst doesn't really have that. So I don't know. I'm cautiously optimistic on an I think it'll be pretty decent. Showdown just released the Reg D ladder today at the time that we're recording this. So it's two days from when you guys are listening to the pod. Um, So it's going to be a while till we we get used to stats. Unfortunately, I want to know what is good. Hopefully if uh, 
Picolytics gets on that because typically Griffin's great with this kind of thing. Yeah. We'll see. It, it all just depends on what showdown releases or what they're willing to share with Picolytics. For sure. I, I really want to see it. I'm so curious what people are going to use. Uh, almost certainly is going to be what we're all thinking it's going to be. Yeah. Which the is just her Saluna on top or Urshifu on top or. Ursaluna is at least going to be top 10 yeah. right away. I would say top three. Personally, I yeah, think top yeah. three. Mm. Uh, it, it's a bear that doesn't care about Fluttermane. I think that looking at this series, uh, this might be the death of Fluttermane with just like what is coming into the meta. Mm. Uh, Fluttermane doesn't like a lot of these Pokemon. So the reason that you brought up Don Dozo, are you saying that Don Dozo is not going to die? I think Don Dozo might be gone with Regilecki oh. entering. Yeah. Mm. Regilecki, Rillaboom. It's a lot of, even Thunderous, there's a lot of strong ways to deal with them. Sure. I was, I was immediately distracted looking at Enamorous uh, and its, uh, and its, its level up moveset. Did you see what it gets at level 60? Enamorous level 60? That's uh, healing wish, baby. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I wonder if it still works the same. Too bad that Ally Switch isn't as popular. <laughs> it's hard to find an Ally Switcher now. Mm, yeah. It's uh, also like it's it was the whole double HP thing that really made it yeah, broken. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I will explain. So here's the whole thing in, in Scarlet and Scarlet in Sword and Shield. You had Healing Wish. Healing Wish uh, KOs your Pokemon, puts a Healing Wish area, aura, on that slot. So if you had Pokemon 1, Pokemon 2, Pokemon 1 uses Healing Wish, it goes down. The next uh, Pokemon that comes in in place of Pokemon 1, if it's damaged, it will heal up back up to full. If it's not damaged, it will wait until a Pokemon enters that slot with damage. So in Dynamax meta, in Sword and Shield, you Dynamaxed the second Pokemon, Pokemon number two. It would get really big. It would double its HP. It would take a hit. You'd almost never Oko a, a Dynamax Mon. It was, it was toxic like that. You'd have the Pokemon that came in use Ally Switch. And the way that that worked is when the Dynamax Pokemon entered the Ally Switched area, it considered that a damaged Pokemon entering the slot mm. and it would heal up your Dynamax Pokemon all the way back up to full. And there are often times where you could go from red HP back up to like 404 HP with certain Pokemon like uh, Solgaleo. That was a big one for me. <laughs> spice. It was the spice. It was the process. You got to trust the process. You got to trust the process. And I did that at NAIC. I bought a whole plane ticket so that I could use Healing Wish a lot. A lot. <laughs> and you sure did. Yep. Incredible. <laughs> Fun fact about uh, Sneasler. The <laughs> Dire Claw yep. is its signature move. 80 attack damage, 100% accuracy, 15 PP. What happens is there's a high crit chance on this move. Mm -hmm. There is a 50% chance to poison, paralyze, or sleep the contact 
So the target. And on top of that, if you have Poison Touch, which I will say isn't the best ability that this Pokemon gets because this Pokemon does get unburdened. But if you have Poison Touch, that Poison Touch takes place after the fact. So you still have a 30% chance above it all to get a poison. That's really cool. Maybe that's actual use case to, to use poison touch. Eh, maybe. Maybe. The only problem is it kind of makes your ability useless if you get another status before, which is a 50% chance well, of happening. You build around that. You don't. Yeah, I guess so. That's true. It's so hard. It's so hard to say unburden isn't the better. <laughs> like it's yeah. always going to be the better ability. Such a good move. Yeah, really is. Yeah. Uh, so that is regulation D. Uh, where I'm, I mean, I'm really excited for it. I'm really excited to see what uh, happens on Showdown for the next couple of days. And then even more excited to see what happens when the actual meta drops mm-hmm. on Cartridge. Uh, so, hey, good job, Pokemon, for putting that together. I appreciate it. You deserve it. Yep. That one's for you. Pikachu had had some words. Pikachu had something to say. Oh. What's <laughs> that? Regirox here. Is there anyone in the crowd who believes these two should not be should not be wed? On 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 on. P. P. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, that's good. Hey, a lot of a lot of regionals. <laughs> yeah, we had quite the handful of regionals. Um, one particular p- particularly is a little bit more important to me. But sure. <laughs> and so let's talk about that first. We've got Santiago regionals over in Chile. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yep. uh, that happened June 4th. 131 players. Kevin was not one of them. 131 Masters players playing Pokemon Scarlet and Violet over in Chile. Awesome sauce. Really cool to see. Looks like the winner was Gabriel Agati to no one's surprise. Pretty good player. Pretty good player. Oh, no, that's before the event. Oh, that's CP standings. Oh, we don't even have the the winners. I'm well, like, we don't know. That's why it sounded confusing to me. I was like, what? Because it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that one or happened. Or maybe yet. it was. I don't know. No, I think, Tur- I think, what was it? Turin happened this weekend. Turin also happened. Yeah, Turin, Turin Italy. Italy. Mm-hmm. They should have winners. <laughs> you'd, you'd think so. I think the worm won that one. I could be wrong. <gasps> Schlurm? Schlurm. Not my Schlurm, sadly. Not my Schlurm. Uh, the winner of that tournament was Nico Davide Cognetta, who won nice. 200 championship points, 200 CP. Uh, right now, at the time of recording, we are still very fresh out of the uh, tournaments happening. It just happened over the weekend. I just uh, came home. Yeah, Kevin just came home from that. <laughs> so they don't have uh, standings in their their Pokemon team. So we'll make sure to you know circle back on that next week. So we, we don't spend too much time on that. We've already... Uh, gone pretty, come pretty deep into that. However, I will say, Turin, Italy, for it just being classified as a special event, five hundred and eighty-two players. Yeah, I mean, Italy. The only thing I don't know what the actual difference between special event and regionals is. The only thing that I could possibly think of is uh, one is actually 
uh, streamed out by Nintendo or by Pokemon, and mm. one isn't. Because one uh, does give CP and like regional level CP, but they're just called special events. It would definitely be interesting to hear how much handholding Pokemon gives to uh, to their to their regionals, to their nationals, uh, mm. to worlds. Obviously, they have a much larger uh, stake in, but I'm sure they help out quite a bit for a lot of their events for the ICs. They help out entirely. Like they decide where they go and what is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's turn in Santiago. Uh, we do have Milwaukee as well. Happened over the weekend, uh, June 3rd and 4th, 563 players, which is less than Turin, Italy. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, we were in the Midwest. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, still 563 players. So in total that weekend between the three of them. Oh, that's math. I want to know. That's 100% math. I want to know. So we've got 563 players from Milwaukee. We've got uh, how many was that from Santiago? That's 131. And then Turin had 582. So we had 1276 Masters players playing Pokemon this weekend. Wow. Really cool. Really cool stuff. Uh, But yes, the the tournament happened again. We don't have uh, stats this week, but we do have Kevin. Hello. And Kevin went. Yes. Congratulations on uh, participating. Congratulations on going 5-4. Hey, time (laughs) bad. Uh, (laughs) Tell me me how you did. So the... um, What you did. All of it. So I can honestly say that... I, I know Mike's going to say something, but before you say anything, I, I didn't go worm. I went hard okay. trick room. I don't regret it. Mm-hmm. I think I learned something about myself and that's that I am a confident hard trick room player, at least in the current meta. I understand how to play it, how to do well with it and how to perform with it. That being said, we're going to get a big Kevin complaining corner about Kevin's luck. This is hilarious. I know I complain a lot about my luck. I get it. A lot of people are salty about it. It's mostly a meme most of the time. Like, I'm like, I'm not actually that unlucky. I do win games and it's and sometimes I do get like hacks on my side. When I tell you. (laughs) Yeah. The few times that I did lose this weekend were because of rock slide flinches. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I guess looking back at it, like, yes, I did have a way around that. I had Covert Cloak on an Armor Rouge. Sure. I guess I'll tell you what team I, I rocked with first so that you guys get a little bit of a context. There were a few times <clears throat> Kevin was uh, keeping me up to date live on what was going on on Discord mm-hmm. while uh, while he was competing. And there was one certain thing that i'll let him say and i'm sure it's it's on your list of things to talk about a lot of things to say yeah (laughs) that made me go oh no you had the worst luck (laughs) yeah 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 okay so you're telling me about uh covert cloak armor ish all right quick quick rundown of my team i got hatterene indeedy brew bonnet armor rouge uh and azumarill which i called gold greg because it's shiny <laughs> <laughs> and uh king gambit okay so the first ambitious ambitious thing about my team that i don't actually hate was that i decided to run hard trick room with no torkoal because i wanted to run 
and Azumarill because I was struggling a lot against Ting Lu's, and Azumarill can easily take care of Ting Lu's, as can Brute Bonnet. So what? So my my strategy most of the time when I see a Titar, when I see a Garchomp, when I see Pokemon that you know don't really care about size spam or dark types, when I see a lot of dark types, I don't bring Armor Rouge. That's just the way that my brain is functioning. But Armor Rouge had my Covert Cloak. Ah. That would have stopped me from flinching because the win condition for my opponent was don't let him set Trick Room. Uh, yes, that yep. sure did stop me. So in two different games, two different games, so like two different sets, the opponent led with um, either a T-Tar or Garchomp. I think one game it was T-Tar, the other game it was Garchomp. They rock slided. I follow me Trick Roomed. I flinch on the Trick Room setter. I lose that match. Then the second game I play, the exact same thing. Follow me, Trick Room. Rock Slide. I flinch on the Rock Slide. I was just like, okay, I lost. <laughs> oh, and then no. this happened in round three for me. Okay. And then it later happened again in round seven. Oh. So I did the whole thing where Kevin was 3-3. And then I was like, okay, I got to win out. Mm-hmm. Fine. Then I, I, I was 4-3. And then I was 5-3. It was the last round, ninth round of Swiss. There was a negative six specs Chiyu. <laughs> <laughs> this one broke my heart, by the way. I got I'll, I'll, game let me, one let me set. preface this yeah, by yeah. saying that this one, this one put me firmly in the camp of I feel really bad for Kevin's RNG. Mike, I didn't even tell you about the p- premiere challenge I decided to do the next day. I'll get oh, to that. No. I you you're completely in the dark about this premiere challenge. I didn't complain to you at all about it. Uh, <laughs> so what ended up happening was um the Chiyu was negative six because of overheat and it was specced onto overheat. It was stuck. I knew it was stuck. I was like okay I'm gonna leave that slot alone. It's negative four now. I can't mm-hmm. possibly get any worse. It's just going to keep doing Chiyu things. And this is after two games of the the best of three. So I had a win. My opponent had a win. Uh, the Chiyu crits my Ndidi with the overheat, stopping me from setting Trick Room up again. And then I proceed to lose the battle. <laughs> Which is doubly painful. I'm assuming Psychic f- Seed Ndidi? Um... Mine was safety goggles, but okay. Okay. it was full health. There's no Ndidi on the planet that dies to negative six. It's Chiyu. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, negative six. Negative six, yeah. Yeah. It's the it's the crit from a negative six Chiyu that was like, oh, no. That's the one thing it can do. Yeah. Big oh, sad. Painful. Okay, but the premier challenge. Yeah, so that was, that was, my, that was my regional experience. I went five and four. Big sad. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I pl- I feel like I played well. Like that 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 that's why I don't feel bad. It's like yes, I got Pokemon, yeah. but I felt like I played well, so I could just do it again and hopefully not get Pokemon, and we'll see what happens. I think that's it, that's a good way of thinking about it for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I think that it really goes to show that you are a competent Pokemon player by being able to go that score with that many things happening to you with that team because Mm -hmm. hard trick room specifically in an open team sheet kind of setting is like you you are showing your win condition just Mm. by the fact that you're playing a trendy team 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, people know what hard trick room does and people know how to counter it. And the fact that you can win in spite of that is really good. Yeah. You just have to lead with rock slide. You just and need to lead with rock slide. Where there's a rock yeah. slide, there's a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, me and Harrison, I went with Harrison of the game corner podcast. Yeah. We both were really sad about how we did during the regional. So, you know, uh, you know what we thought? was a great idea hey more pokemon more pokemon <laughs> let's just wake up and do it again do it yeah. all over again but here's the thing about the uh premiere challenge which i kind of i was a little bit upset at first okay it's best of one swiss not best of oh. three i was a little upset about that because i'm like i don't know man i'm kevin i'm usually the guy that w- that loses game one and then wins game two and three that, mm-hmm. that, that's like my thing uh so I was like, if I just keep losing game ones, I'm not gonna not gonna do any good. All right. So I was like, oh, I'm a little sussed out by this. But at the end, I really enjoyed it because we were done with it. We were done with seven rounds of Swiss by noon. Oh. And we started at nine. That was such a good feeling. Oh, that feels so good. Yeah, yeah. We were, it was a bang, 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 match done, match done, I match love done. That. Yeah. So that premier challenge got about it capped out at one twenty eight, but we only got around seventy five ish. But yeah. that, and that included juniors and seniors. So what's what was cool too was that I got to play juniors and seniors because sure. they didn't have enough people in their division, so they just like melded in to our divisions, which is interesting because they don't get to play in top eight. But they still get CP if they get a high standing. That's the way that it works. So they're just playing for a high standing. And we're just playing to get to top eight and then get a high standing. Uh, But back to what I was saying. I woke up that morning tired as all heck. Yeah. Open up my RK9 labs and see who my first opponent is. It's Mr. Marcos Perez Moxie boosted. No. (laughs) Round one. I go against Moxie and his Wochen. He ends up beating me in that in that game. And that's the thing. That game is the only game I think I deserve to lose that whole day. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the other two battles that were unfortunate. And like, listen, I'll give that game to Moxie. He played me. He, he, okay. st- he stalled out my trick room. I looked at him straight in the face. I said, honestly, my switch is at 25% battery. I didn't know that they wouldn't provide docs. If you just stall me out, you'll probably win. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like dude you shouldn't have told me that <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Okay." laughs> so that's how that went moxie's a really good player yeah oh, yeah absolutely he's amazing mm-hmm. and just like the way he can explain pokemon is like oh it's beautiful it's a it's funny because i'm about to go on another tangent we went out Do to it. dinner with moxie like maybe two nights before and it's hilarious because identical like we're this is exactly what happened he showed up late to dinner got mm-hmm. stuck in traffic Got to the table, ordered his food. We already had apps on the table and we had our food on the table, but we ordered like way too many apps. Okay. We just had a bunch of food on the table. He he sits down. He We go like around the around the table and we're like, okay, what are you bringing? And we each tell, tell him what we're bringing. He's like, oh, your team's bad. Oh, your team's bad. Oh, your team's bad. He, he goes there, tells us all of our teams are bad. And then after like maybe an hour is like, okay, I got to go to bed now. Gets up, takes all of our food, <laughs> puts it in a what? box, and goes away and walks home. <laughs> he went there, told us all of our teams are bad, took all of our food, and left. 
I am a hundred percent down for you fully exposing <laughs> Moxie Brewston on the podcast right now. I love the man that, so much <laughs> for that. That's and amazing. In case you're having a hard time believing me, he even posted a video of him walking out of the bar because it was like a pub. We went to like a brat house, mm-hmm. like for bratwurst and stuff. Sure. He posted the video of him walking out saying, just had dinner with the Pokey Sports guys, told them their teams were bad and took their food. This is a W or like so, something like that. <laughs> he did it for content. No, Little, you know what? He did it for content. I see absolutely. what you're doing. You did it for the tweet. You're oh. like, you know what? This is going to be a W tweet. Here you go. I found it for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I want to see it. It's a couple seconds long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There it is. It's just hit. Oh, it's a video too. Yeah. Video tweet. Truly just him walking down the street being like, I kind of met up with the pokey sports guys. He says kind of cause he was late. <laughs> he told, <laughs> he told Took the everyone their teams were bad and then walked away. Yeah. <laughs> this was a bit. The whole thing was a bit. You can't convince me that be. the whole thing wasn't a bit. Wow. So yeah, he back to you. Back to the PC. Mm-hmm. Um, the other unfortunate thing to happen to me was I was going against the Fissure Tinglu, right? Okay. Tinglu represent. Yeah, yeah. I was going against the Fissure Tinglu, which is unheard of. Mm. People still use it, I guess. What ended up happening is that my opponent clicked Fissure to st- tr- attempt to stop my trick group, right? He missed. I had an Oranguru on the team. On... Um, Different team, by the way. I decided to bring a different team to the PC. So I had an Oranguru on this team. I decided, okay. I I could lose a lot of health on my on my King Gambit if he yep. goes for a stopping tantrum. I'm not going to let him go for a stopping tantrum. I'm just trying to set up Swords Dance with my King Gambit and then sweep. I'm in Trick Room. They can't really do anything to me. So I was like, okay. I'm going to instruct him onto Fissure. So at least instead of doing damage to me, there's only a 30% chance he does damage to me. Right. Man connects with Fissure. One shots my uh, Orangru. Oh, no. And not just that. He also clicked Fissure that turn instead of stomping Tantrum. And then one shot my King Gambit right beside me. What? I got double oh, Fissured in one turn. Again, I guess my fault. Yeah, sure. Fine. I, I forced him onto it, but he was going to click it anyway. So, um, mm. yeah, I don't know. I, wow. I was a little, it's really hard to win when half your team is gone. I, <laughs> it's, it's true. And it's again, true. keep in mind, best of one. So I, that was it. That was the yeah. game. <laughs> well, actually, that is a good. Are you done talking about the. the no, there's still challenge? one other thing that happened. Tell me. Okay. Okay. So you in first. the premiere challenge, I went five and five and four i went because it was best of seven it was seven rounds so i went four and three three yeah first loss was to moxie i deserved that one second one was to double fissure guy um third one was the last round and it's so sad because i checked my resistance and i would have made top eight if i won this dang game (laughs) Uh. (laughs) would have made top eight if i won this damn dang game it came down to torkel Full HP, Fire Terra Torkoal, my side, obviously, I'm Kevin, yeah. against a Bax Caliber, which, yes, is neutral to Fire. Yep. 
with an assault vest. Mm. I was like, I got one play. I hit eruption. <laughs> like, there's no play, right? That's my one play. Mm-hmm. Max Caliber lived at legitimately one HP. Uh, it was a single targeted eruption with charcoal. Lived at one HP. And if anyone knows anything about damage calcs, typically living at one HP from 100 means it's a roll. Yeah. And I checked it. It's a roll. It was in the bottom 5% of the roll. Yeah. No. Yes. Uh. Yes. Big sad. Big sad. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you, but ah, you, you did get a lot of good games in there. Yeah. You did. You did. You did all right, kid. Not Welcome bad. to Kevin's Complain Corner. I almost Welcome did to it, Kevin's guys. Complaining Corner. Yeah. Uh, I do want to segue from the from the premiere challenge because it does kind of lead quite nicely, I guess, into uh, something that's been going on in the APAC region of of Pokemon. Um, anybody who's been in and around Pokemon Twitter for the past week would probably have heard of um, how Pokemon in Korea is currently uh, under quite a bit of controversy. Oh, yeah. Um, there was a headline shared by Nash VGC, uh, and I have that in front of me right now. It's entitled How Top Korean Players Ended Up DQ'd for Metronome. Now, it's I, I will say that that is not the point of this, of what is going on here. The fact that they use metronome, it was the way that it was handled. Mm-hmm. It was the way that it uh, led to that situation and what happened after it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a couple of things that you might want to know going into this, uh, the Korean VGC format pre COVID this is I'm paraphrasing from what uh, Nash VGC said. They used to have three different IRL events that led up to finals in which uh, everybody got CP. The people who won got CP kind of like what uh, we do. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the circuit part is exclusive in Korea. It's, it's Korea only. Uh, they have an independent circuit as does Japan. Uh, the last IRL event uh, like that, was back in 2019 and the South Korean VGC community has never seen one since, which uh, through COVID that's, that's understandable. Um, they didn't bring it back as quickly this year. And again, I'm, I'm willing to kind of give a little bit of a pass on that as well. You know, if people are a little hesitant to get back into full scale, uh, IRL events, totally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Different countries can go at different paces. Makes yeah. sense. Um, last year, so I'll, I'll just straight up read what, what was said there. Uh, last year when worlds was back, players were curious as to how Pokemon Korea planned to give invites. No explanations were made and they proceeded with the trainer's cup, which was the online tour, uh, like before, after the tour, they suddenly announced that top four of trainer's cup would be invited to day tour, uh, day two after that's a little, yeah. Okay. This was excluding juniors and seniors since the tour was only eligible for masters. And if you've been around the Pokesports sports crew uh, long enough, you know that we're heavy advocates for the kids playing Pokemon. So it's uh, it, it's already not boding too well when I hear things like the juniors and seniors were excluded because you got to include them. Mm-hmm. You got to you can't just, you know, pander to the the older the older guys. Um, 
they said then this year, again, they announced nothing until March. In March, they announced that our circuit would be written here. And then he links the Victory Road 2023 Trainers Cup, which pretty much says they gave invites to Trainers Cup for top 50 Korean players for each global challenge. And then the 150 players from each of those three uh, competed in a best of one ladder tour. Top four gets day two. Top 16 gets day one of Worlds. Uh, people were very frustrated. That seems mm. like uh, that's uh, anyone can do that. Yeah, like <laughs> everything was decided with 10 games of ladder. You can get 10. You can get day two of Worlds where where we're. Players like Joe UX9 and Wolf Glick are are busting their butts yep. to go to thou- like spend thousands of dollars attending tens of uh, like tens of twenties regionals per year to get day two, and you can get it in ten games. Right, <laughs> that's that's a little weird. <laughs> uh, not to mention the fact that the ladder system is less than stellar. There, there were people who were getting rematch after rematch in their yeah, best they, of ones. You can manipulate it. Yeah. There was ways yeah. to manipulate it, which you is can totally silly. manipulate. Yeah. Um, they then go on to say Pokemon Korea decided that this tour was invalid and that top 16 from this tour would get unqualified. So they rescinded their qualification. People who went top 16 here demanded compensation and Pokemon Korea decided to give them an invite to next year's trainers cup. That's not compensation. That's not compensation. That's negative compensation. Oh, wait till next year. Try again next time. What? Yeah. Oh no. Okay. This is good. I didn't know about like this part, like this, I'm get, I'm going into the weeds now. Mm-hmm. Uh, reaching trainers cup uh, is apparently just getting 1600 and global uh, 1600 MMR in global challenge, um, which isn't necessarily difficult for those who, who, you know, could yeah. make it to top 16 in the first place. Uh, just getting a free pass in isn't, isn't a major feat for them in this case. Um, Let's see. This was a devastating message implying our format will remain this way next year. That's a fair point as well. Mm -hmm. Two weeks later, we played the ladder tour again with updated data, which fixed the previous anomalies. Okay. Uh, So then they go on to say blue Sangyun themselves, Nash and me, Mija were the top four of this second ladder tour, which means they were secured day two invites. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in order to do that, they had to show up at the trainer's cup final round, which was a streamed match. It's just a final round that decides first to fourth with some nice prizes. Uh, But they're already locked into day two. So not too much was at stake, but still it's a fun way to get people in person like that part. I, I can, yeah. yeah, you know what? Not bad. Not, not terrible. Doesn't actually matter who wins or loses, but yeah, right. come and play. Get them all together. You guys are winners. Congratulations. Shake some hands. Get some prizes. Uh, play a couple games of Pokemon. Not bad. Um, those four players decided to go uh, and do a metronome battle. Mm-hmm. And this was done in protest of all of the issues within that within that community, basically saying None of this matters. We can just leave it up to random chance and whatever. Whoever wins, wins. Congratulations. Well, they've really Katniss Everdeen that, huh? Exactly. They, that's legitimately what happened. Yeah. yeah, I'll play your game. Not your way, though. 
Yeah. Uh, the issues within the community that he cites are no IRL events, constant problems at the tour system, disregarding younger divisions, uh, absurd compensations for the, for the problems they caused. But the real problem behind all this is that they showed absolute disrespect to the players. During that week, Pokemon Korea suddenly sent an email. I say suddenly I shouldn't, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to paraphrase that. Um, I am going to say it in in a, a little bit more of a corporate way here. Pokemon Korea sent an email to to Blue disqualifying him with no notice. Uh, when he called to ask them why, they refused to comment. They immediately gave his day two to the next person down, which was Batago. Batago agreed with the three of with the three other people who were not disqualified. Uh, so the metronome battle was to proceed. Um, so I guess they caught wind that a metronome battle was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And then they disqualified one of them. Uh, they had to, they had to lock in on an in-game online tour system, kind of like we do with RK nine, uh, beforehand. Um, and so they did that the day before, which was the second of June. They were supposed to battle on the fourth on the third, all four players were sent an email along with the notice on the official website, and Pokemon Korea Inc. informing them that the four of them were disqualified. And the reason behind it was that they all locked in Pokemon that learned one specific move. Which, yes, that is that is a fact. They did that. Um, according to Pokemon Korea, this falls under prohibited acts written below, which are an act of causing harm to other participants or giving an efficient, uh, offensive image. And other actions that Nintendo Company Limited and TPC and its subsidiaries deem inappropriate. So they put it under their catch all of, you know, where we didn't like this. So we disqualified you. I. I I definitely understand the frustration of the players. I think I, at first glance, when most people hear about this story, they're like, they technically didn't do anything wrong. Um, all the Pokemon on the team do learn metronome. They are completely legal Pokemon to use. And hey, if you do want to go in with a metronome team, you have the right to. I think the issue that stems here, though, and this is kind of me playing a little bit devil's advocate. Do it. I don't actually have one side or the other. I think uh, there's a, there's always two sides to a story. But anyway, <laughs> I think the reason why they went to such drastic measures, whether or not they were appropriate. The reason they went to such drastic measures is that this is technically a form of win trading is, is absolutely win trading, which yeah. I kind of get. It's like you are going with the intent of selecting the four Pokemon that you are going to use against the opponents that you yeah. do. It, it, it even like it, it take away the metronome aspect to it. Right. Take away that metronome aspect. If you tell your opponent, I am going to bring this. Do the same thing. That's manipulating the outcome of the game. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's, it could be said that like groups of people go into regionals and nationals all the time being like, we're all going in with the same team. Uh, but that, is a little different in that that is a team that everybody has learned and you don't has know your agreed to play other. competitively yeah. and will will go in like that. This one is um 
almost disrespecting back and it is warranted. I believe um, that the, the four players um, felt slighted by, by mm-hmm. the Pokemon company. And so they brought uh, a, a team that would kind of make that statement back at the Pokemon company. Mm-hmm. But then the Pokemon company was like, yeah, okay, but we're hosting you. So like mm-hmm. temper a little bit. I by no means think that what, um, I don't know who run, I guess it's a Pokemon Asia runs their circuit. Yeah. Um, I, I, I by no means believe that they run the circuit accurately. I don't think they right. run it fairly. Um, and this kind of makes it seem like, you know, they have a lot of control over it. I agree. The, I don't know. It's such an, it's such an iffy topic to, to think of because both sides have a point. Yeah. And neither side is necessarily right. That's the way I feel. Yeah. But I don't know. I get it. A, a lot of things do need to change about uh, the way that they handle the online circuit, uh, the way that they handle Korea. I think I agree. Japan. Absolutely. If your yeah. players have the need to do something like this, there is yeah. a problem. If yes. your top players think that this is the solution, there is a serious problem that needs to get resolved. Yeah. That doesn't stem from just the players, stems from the organization and from the way that it's being run. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, I hope that something positive does come out of all of this. If anything, um, they got a lot of wind of this. Even Beanie, yeah. you know, Beanie from Gravitation, he ran yep. the Metronome team to Milwaukee because of this. <laughs> he was sure just like, did. fine, here we go. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about playing it on the channel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I, I thought different because I was like, you know what, I'm... It's going to be a loss if I do that. <laughs> like, it's just going to be three losses. And I don't know if, uh, if your goal is to get one KO. The at statement that point. is made. Yeah, exactly. I'm just trying to knock out a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just trying to metronome a, a fissure. Here we go. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Again, my hearts go out to the people who are disqualified. I don't think that mm. you deserve to be disqualified. However, very I do harsh think repercussions. That, yeah. You know, y- you folks are very brave for having done what you did. And uh, I hope that some rather serious change comes out of that because they highlighted a problem at the mm-hmm. end of the day, they highlighted a problem and that's, that's important. Yeah. Things don't get done without people brave enough to do them. That's for sure. Right. And that's, yeah. that's part of the me. That's the Robin hood part of me that said, yeah, go ahead. Screw them. but uh also at the same time like i feel like me as just like constantly resolving conflicts at work sure aren't there uh there had to have been a way to just be like look or like give a warning look if you guys are gonna do this we're gonna disqualify you bring a real team or we're gonna disqualify you like you can't just do that it's the no warning that yeah just be like kind of yeah listen we see what you guys are doing but don't play (laughs) <laughs> yeah don't mess yeah like they they did want to stream it out they did want to uh you know make kind of a spectacle of it and mm-hmm. in the same in in the same right like it was kind of denied um of a lot of people who could who could have uh enjoyed this mm-hmm. um 
However, however, Maybe. not to say that people wouldn't have enjoyed a metronome battle. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty enjoyable. Yeah. Just rolling a dice. See what happens. Yeah, tough situation. Very tough situation for everybody. Even, even hard to talk about. Yeah. Because it's... It's impossible to and it's not go even, down the middle. Yeah. And it's not even that like we're trying to be careful with our words or anything. It's just like this is a very complicated situation. Mm-hmm. That like yeah, I don't think that anybody is necessarily fully in the right or fully in the wrong. I think that uh you know, there are a lot of moving parts to it that just need to be, you know, put in a row before before uh, anything positive happens, you know. What do you guys think? What do you think? <laughs> anyway, that's been the podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, we didn't get to the question this week, but I will make sure that we get to it next week because we are over time. Before we go, can I tell a story? Tell a story. Because if I don't tell a story, I feel like uh, Bruno and uh, Harrison are going to hate me forever. So okay. we were going to get dinner. We got, there was a nice Korean place. Didn't have Korean barbecue and the whole city in Milwaukee doesn't have Korean barbecue, by the way. No, no but no, what no. they do have was bimibap, oh, bimibap. Or bul- and bulgogi and stuff like yeah, that. So they had like you. actual like Korean food. So we're mm-hmm. in a, an Uber to get Korean food. And that, that the, the most wild Uber ride of my life. Um, oh. So we, we get picked up by uh, an, old, an older gentleman just like pitch black dyed hair wearing a full suit in a fully blacked out giant car like a GMC okay and in the middle of the uber ride he he takes out a lightsaber and he starts talking about this cigar bar that we should go to that his buddy owns and he he takes out this lightsaber and then he turns it on it's a propane lightsaber. So it's like to light cigars. So it goes, right? Little yeah. tiny flame. Like if this is the lightsaber, that's the flame. If you guys are watching the, the podcast, this is yep. all in the car. And then he says, I also got this pulls out a pistol <laughs> and then turns it on. A giant flame comes out of it. It was also a lighter. <laughs> And me, Harrison, and Bruno are just like this. <laughs> there was just a fire in front of us in the front seat of an Uber. Okay, so <laughs> let me let me amend that a little bit because I think. Okay, wow. Uh, so first, he pulls out a he pulls out a lightsaber. <laughs> it turns into fire. Yes. So now there's fire in this car. Yes. <laughs> then he pulls out a gun. Yes. And the gun turns into fire, which admittedly probably might have been brought down the vibe a little bit. But Mike, when I tell you, okay, so if this is the length of the flame, right? Yep. This fire was like up to here on the pistol. It, it We had to open windows. It smelled like propane in the place. Sure. Sure. Uh, and then, you know what he was? You know what he said? After he did that, might get in trouble for this one day. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my story. Have a great night, everybody. Bye, folks. (laughs) 